Welcome to Spark the Podcast. We are a group of Christian creatives seeking to connect with God and grow in our faith. We believe in the power of testimony and the blessings that come with being in community with others. Let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. We want to invite you to be a part of it, whether your coffee is running low or you're on the go. Come join the conversation. Hi, friends, and welcome back to Spark the Podcast. I'm McKenna Saylor here with our other host, Jenna Schottmeyer. Hey, I'm so excited for another coffee talk today as we jump into what's going on in our lives and getting into this holiday season. So exciting. In fact, this afternoon, Spark in Real Life uh, will be coming together for Thanksgiving. It's hard to believe it's that time of year, but we're all getting so excited for our annual Friendsgiving, the turkey, the stuffing, and all the pies surrounded by friends at Amy's house we go. Speaking of Thanksgiving, Jenna, do you have any special Thanksgiving memories that you want to share? Yeah, I'm, I I think Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the entire year. I mean, I know that Thanksgiving or the act of giving thanks is just been such a powerful tool in my life. And I know that even, um, I think even in the hardest times of my life, God has just showed me that it's just so easy to think that thankfulness is about, you know, us giving thanks to God is almost like a parent kind of teaches a child to say thank you. Like, okay, now say thank you. And it's actually kind of nice for the parent if kids learn to say thank you because it's just kind of respectful and this and that. And I used to think that that's kind of was God's relationship with us in thankfulness. But I've actually learned in so many different times and in so many different ways how it's just changed my heart and it's just completely changed my circumstances. Just being able to have just an attitude of, of, of gratitude for lack of a better, uh, for lack of a better way to say it. But um, so I think my favorite Thanksgiving memories each year because of that actually is just when we all come together between dinner and dessert and every person goes around the room, we have about 20 people that come over And every person goes around the room and says what they've been thankful for this year. And I think that there's like such a peace that I feel like comes over all of us as we are able to share those things and not only give thanks to God, but give thanks for each other. And I don't know, I don't have like a, like an incredibly specific memory, but it's just every year just getting together like that is just so, so sweet. And then, of course, you know, baking with my grandmother and my mom and all the pies and all like that, making it beautiful and everything. It's just so great, too. I love that. We also go around the table. And um, when I was younger, it was so much fun to hear what everybody was thankful for. And, you know, a lot of it, I'm thankful for my family, (laughs) which which I love. But um, I remember my mom would like put us to work. So we'd always have the Thanksgiving Day parade on. um, And it's been so fun to remember those moments. And my mom and I, even like as we got older, she'd come meet me. I lived in New York City at the time. And she'd like come there. And we did the whole New York City parade thing. Um, so fun. It was, but you know, I will say like she did two years in a row. So the first year we did a whole parade. We went up at like four in the morning. I mean, it was psychos like crazy (laughs) you know and you're like waiting and then we got in like the spot that was like the silent spot so we got to see everything but everything passes by in silence because they're preparing to be like airing live and um I'll just never forget it because my mom and I are like well this was different than we thought 
And then the next year was even more memorable because I lived on the Upper West Side and they were putting all the balloons together the night before. Um, And we went around and we got to see everything, but without a crowd or anybody, you know, really there. And they're flattened for the most part, but they're getting them all prepped and everybody's like busy at work. And we're like, well, this is cool. And the next day we actually just volunteered at a soup kitchen. Um, And so it was something so different. We didn't eat there or anything like that. We just like gave our time. And it was just the two of us. And then we went and had like our own, you know, dinner at this restaurant, Jacob's Pickles, which I love. And they had like a special Thanksgiving menu. And we like got to reflect on like, you know, how blessed we are to be like in the country that we're in, but also, um, you know, being able to eat and, and give our time. And, um, you know, especially when you see other people in, in a hardship um, kind of time. And it really brought me through, like, I felt like God was really pulling me to like, really think about, you know, not just who I'm grateful for in my life this year, um, but in particular, like, more of a challenge to dive a little deeper. Um, you know, Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, it reads, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And, you know, that being said, you know, it's not always peaches and cream. You know, I feel like this year, especially we just spoke about it in our last episode with Cassie. Um, we chatted about like the different challenges that we were all facing and the changes that we we either went through or we're going through now because of crazy old 2020. Um, but you know, if it weren't for 2020, it would have been something else. We're constantly going through changes and things are developing so much differently. Um, but Jenna, could you share, you know, maybe a recent thing that you're going through, um, and maybe a little on how our hearts can just stay centered on gratefulness when we go through a hard trial or a season in our lives? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting timing. So, uh, especially for the podcast. So my mom was on the podcast a couple episodes ago and, um, it was just really special to have her on and hear her speak about, you know, everything my family's kind of gone through in the last however many years. And then about three weeks ago, um, she sort of had a massive heart attack out of nowhere. And I was in Massachusetts. She was in New Jersey. I was actually on the phone with her and my dad was coming to pick her up to bring her to the hospital. And I just dropped everything and got in my car and just drove down. At that point, I didn't know it was a massive heart attack. I didn't even, we weren't even sure that it was her heart, but she was, you know, expressing these symptoms that sure sounded like heart attack symptoms. And so as I was on the ride down. So I've just been using thankfulness for years as just a tool that grounds me. So a lot of times, even Mm. in counseling discussions or therapy discussions nowadays, people love to talk about grounding. And sometimes you can do this with color. Sometimes you can do this with, you know, your senses, what you can taste, what you can feel to just kind of bring you back to the moment. And I've realized over the course of the last couple of weeks in this Thanksgiving season that (laughs) um, I've just, I just naturally am using thankfulness constantly to bring myself back to the moment. So even when I was, you know, driving down and I'm getting texts from my dad that are coming through my car play, that's like, Hey, they think she's having a heart attack and Hey, she just went in for surgery and Hey, they put in, you know, an emergency stent and like all this kinds of stuff. And as I'm getting those, I just kept, feeling God calling me back to the very moment I was in, because there was actually a ton to be thankful for in that moment. 
But when I let my mind even go, you know, I wonder how the surgery, I wonder what they're going to say when she comes out of surgery. And I wonder what this or that when they tell us this or that. And he just kept pulling me back. So I found myself driving and being like, God, I am thankful that you're on the throne. I am thankful that she, that there are doctors that are going to help her. I am thankful that my dad is there and that he can text me. I'm thankful. And I just like kept, kept doing that. And it wasn't, it wasn't like for God per se. Like it was for me. Like it was keeping me in peace, even though all these things were happening. And so she was in the hospital for, you know, four or five days. And, um, yeah, so I kind of want to share this miracle that happened in the hospital. So they were kind of showing that after the heart attack, her, that's called the ejection fracture. Um, and her mm-hmm. levels were incredibly low and that's kind of damaged from the heart attack itself. Cause I guess if you are hundred percent blocked, it loses oxygen to the artery, that kind of a thing. And yeah, her numbers were extremely low. And when my husband and I were kind of Googling what those numbers meant, uh, it was really scary. It was really scary to think about what the future was going to look like and what recovery could look like. And before she left the hospital, somebody had told us, why don't you guys request to get another echocardiogram before you're going to be discharged tomorrow? And we thought, you know, my dad and mom and I, we thought, that's a great idea. So we requested it. The doctor kind of graciously put it in and I sat on the end of her hospital bed and I prayed and I said, God, I, this is her favorite song by elevation worship. Uh, it's a quote. It says, I've seen you move. You've moved the mountains and I believe that you will do it again. I Mm. pray for a miracle in Jesus name that these levels would come back above average, that it would just like not even be a, that there just wouldn't be damage from the heart attack. And I kid you not, the next morning, the doctor came in and he was jumping up and down. He said he's never seen anything like it, that there wouldn't be damage from the heart attack. And because it was showing just a couple of days earlier that there was. And since yeah. then, I've talked to one of my friends who's a cardiac nurse. And she said that this specific level people do open heart surgery. People do all these kinds of surgeries to get that level back up. And sometimes it only goes up like a point or two. And she jumped like 35 points. Oh my gosh. So it's just absolutely a miracle. So not only am I just filled with thankfulness for this miracle, um, I'm just filled with thankfulness that God actually hears our prayers. And there were so many people praying, but It's really, really daunting when you literally pray for a miracle and it literally happens. And there's a doctor there that's saying he's never seen anything like it. And so I'm like also just unbelievably thankful because, you know, like there's so many times that I feel like I pray and I know that God answers all my prayers, but sometimes it seems kind of silent, you know? And so I'm definitely just so thankful that God hears and answers our prayer that God performed this miracle even right now. And then even looking forward to what my mom's recovery is going to look like and um, that kind of stuff. I'm really just thankful that I can also still now be grounded in thankfulness, even when, Mm -hmm. when 
worry tries to get you and anxiety tries to get me. I mean, I know like laying in bed really late at night, all the thoughts <laughs> come in. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just kind of overflowing with thankfulness and I'm just really happy to, to share that today. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, one, it's already hard because it's a vulnerable thing. It's your mom and it's something that you guys didn't see coming. So it's so unexpected. And I feel like it would have been an easy opening for the devil to get in there and be like, you know what? No, like all of these bad things are surrounding you. Like it's bad. It's so bad. But instead, like, because of where your, your thoughts go with your, where your heart is, you know, Jesus is like, no, and be thankful. Like there are doctors, you know, and I, I think you told me, was it that this, was it this doctor that was like, who's your daddy? And you guys were like, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah. 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 He was, he was like jumping up and down and he was like, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And we're like, I mean, I mean, Jesus. (laughs) They're like, is this a trick question? Yeah. And he's like, oh, sure. God. And we're like, I don't know who you thought we were going to (laughs) say. But even in that, like to be able to find humor, you know, in such a, you know, really desolate like time, um, you know, it's, it's God. Like, how can that not be? How could it be anything else but that? Uh, And I love like, that you guys could see it. Like it felt very transparent, um, with how God was showing you like, yes, I'm here. And you're like, thank you. You know, like I see that I see how grateful I should be in this moment because there were doctors because you guys did catch it early because your mom wasn't alone. Like she, she was surrounded by your father and like you were able, you're not far, you know, being in Boston is a little bit farther away, but, um, you're able to be there like within four hours, you know, like what a blessing that is. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I guess another thing I'm thankful for is that I really do think that God prepares us. I know in our last coffee talk, Amy talked about this story about how the night before this circumstance happened to her in Switzerland, God had kind of showed her a Bible verse that then she was obedient to listen to and read and then how that really spoke to her the whole next day and God really prepared her for that circumstance And so the Monday that my mom's heart attack happened, I woke up at 6 a.m. bright and early, ready to go, which is never me. Like I need, like, I can't even think straight until like my second cup of coffee. (laughs) And I woke up 6 a.m. and I felt like God was just like, okay, great. Now you can have really good time with me. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I got up and I spent a little bit of an extended period with God, which I had not been doing that week at all. And I was like on my way to go somewhere at like 8 a.m. And I was like, wow, I wonder what kind of cool ministry opportunities I'm going to have today. You know, because Mm. like I had this kind of extended time and I was like, wow, like I wonder what God's like preparing me for. This is so cool. And then at like midnight that night when I was going to bed in New Jersey in my childhood bedroom and all that, I was like, Oh my gosh, like that is why I needed to be up at 6am. I needed to coherently hear from God. I needed to have that foundation. And I just wanted to share that part of it too, because I really think that it's hard to just like have something horrible and start being thankful then. Yeah. But I think that when we, are able to really converse with God throughout the days. It just like lays a really awesome groundwork for then when the bad things happen. Cause we all have bad things that just kind of randomly happen. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I feel like one, there are seasons, but two, sometimes there's just surprises um, like what happened to you. And so if you're not already rooted there, it is hard, but let's say you're not, you know, I feel like some good ways um, to get your heart centered is, is, you know, really just to dive into prayer. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how you come to God, you know, he, he's happy to hear from you. And I feel like um, that's always been a very good thing for me is, is that I, if I like feel like I'm, you know, at a point where I, it's maybe been a long time since I've like d- dove into the word. Um, but I feeling like a little discouraged or whatever. And I, I think like just laying it out and being, um, like honest and being there in prayer is always been good for me. And, um, I also feel like just, you know, journaling, um, has mm-hmm. always been like a great outlet for me as well. And, um, I don't do it as often as I probably should, but just writing out words, uh, I went through something really tough this year and that's what I did. I just went, it didn't matter what I wrote. I just like wrote, I can barely read my own handwriting. Like it's that bad, but I'm so thankful to like have those outlet outlets, um, where I can do that. And another thing is really like, I'm a, such an out, um, outward processor, that even just having those friends that you can really, you know, share with. So like, um, you know, getting to hear your story, getting to hear Amy's story when it happened when she was in Switzerland, like it, that was like so fruitful, um, you know, hopefully on both ends, but it's just good to know that like you can pray for those friends of yours, but when they can't pray for themselves, if they're in a situation, then, you know, that they know that they have friends that they can lean on to do that. So it's just some ways to get your heart set. You know, it doesn't need to be around Thanksgiving or around the dinner table to be thankful for your family but it could be, you know, anytime, anywhere, um, I really feel like is really important to remember and in all seasons, um, to just, you know, get your heart right, um, to be grateful for what the Lord has been giving you. Yeah. And it certainly doesn't mean that it's not hard and it certainly doesn't mean that it's not physically hard and there's physical trauma and there's like all that kind of stuff, but it definitely helps it. So I'm curious, do you go back and reread your journals? Because I know some people do and some people are just like they get through a journal and they might as well burn it because they're (laughs) never reading it again. (laughs) I have like it's funny because I am such a sporadic like writer that it's like a couple of pages in a journal and then it's like, you know, work notes or like ideas, (laughs) like business ideas or, you know, wedding like lists or whatever. Um, But it is funny because then I'll find them and I'm like, huh. Like how funny, cause some of them are like, they end up being like a prayer more so. Um, and uh, like, you know, sometimes it'll be like, you know, I don't know how, like I'm ever going to get married. Like I'm never going to meet the right guy, you know, or something yeah. like that. It's like really funny. And so there was one where I like wrote out basically like everything I wanted. Um, and I was like, you know, talking about like, there's so many, you know, qualities from like my dad or like my grandfather's or you know, whatever. And I like put them all in there and like told them like which one and like even past boyfriends, like this, like there's certain qualities, obviously that's why you're attracted to them in the first place of like what you'd like to see, you know, you learn from and like they, you like to see who you marry. And Nick was like, beyond checked off all the lists and like surpassed them. And, um, so yeah, de- I definitely do, but I don't throw them away, but it's hard for me to get through them sometimes. And I'm like, where was I? Whoop where was my head at in these places? <laughs> Who is you know? this person? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Especially when you look at like the high school me, um, with like a couple of excerpts there, I'm like, yeah, um, I'd like to pray to be popular. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. So yeah, no, it was very strange. Some of them, but in other ones I'm like, okay, I can see like the growth there too. 
That's so cute and fun. I love that. I love that you went through and that Nick checks off all the things and more. That's so oh, cool. Yeah. I have no idea where that is now. It would have been cute to keep it, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. I know my stepmom did that though. She like would, she wrote down everything she wanted a man and she put it underneath her mat so that every day she was like walking over it and she pulled it out and she met my dad and he crossed off all the lists. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There it was go. cute. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I've heard of people too, even just putting prayers and just like sticking it places and then just reading it all the time and I always like want to do that but I don't know I feel like I would just have I feel like I would just never take the sticky notes down <laughs> would just like, Same. I just like live into clutter sometimes and I just feel like if I put it up it's just never coming down <laughs> yep I'm with you I we've been organizing our home and I'm like you know, as being a season of thankfulness right now, I'm like super grateful for Nick. He can like put together, I like got this Ikea thing and you know, it takes like 500 hours to put them together and yeah, at like least. match them up. Yeah. And it yeah. came in like three boxes. And I was like, the minute I ordered it, well, I, I was sitting on it, sitting on it. And then I ordered it and it got here the very next day. I was like shocked and I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, those are really heavy. Like they are so <laughs> heavy. And I'm immediately thinking, yeah, this isn't going to happen. Like, it's not going to work for me to do this. So I like Nick and I started out strong, working together, building it. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. But halfway through, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what else can I do? Can I start cleaning? Can I like do anything but this stupid Ikea, like whatever you call it, cabinet? And it's large and has like glass windows. And anytime Nick's touching it, I'm like, your fingerprints. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I should just be thankful he's putting it together. So apparently he like gets up really early, um, like one morning. And I'm like, so that I come down. It's like done. It's <gasps> like almost so done. Nice. There's like a couple little pieces. And I'm like, I mean, I thought we were going to do it together. And he's like, I thought I'd just get started. I was like, no, no, I'm really happy you did that. Like, thank you. And then I left to go do a shoot. And I came back and it was completely done. That's and amazing. I was just like overwhelmed, like, like overwhelmed, thankful, like that I could start. And now it's like the cleaning and organizing process. Um, but that's what I've been trying to do lately. But it's just really funny when you think back and you're like, well, this was a good idea, like hindsight, you know, but mm -hmm. like now that we're in it, I don't want to really like follow through with it. But the other half like gets to. So it's, it's good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely in those situations. So when we moved my husband's an engineer and his dad's an engineer and they were like putting together this thing that I bought on Wayfair because it was cheaper and it was like a million pieces. And I'm like, cool. Can I go pick up coffee? Um, <laughs> anything you want. Um, can I get you a smoothie? Can I get like, like anything I can bake you cookies? I just, please do not ask me to help with the screws or the hammers. I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> I know. I'm with you. Well, it's a good thing that we have men that are willing to do that. And so um, it's really nice to get like ready. I know you're getting ready for the holidays and heading. I think you're coming to New Jersey for your parent with your parents and family. Yeah. Um, and we're actually going on our little like round robin around the Carolinas to see all of our family as well. So it should be an exciting, you know, time of year. And um, just remembering, you know, to stay focused on and centered on gratefulness and, um, and where our hearts are or with, or with Jesus. But, um, before we go, Jenna, do you want to do like a closing prayer or, um, yeah. Share anything else? Yeah. I would love to close out in prayer. And I just want to, 
be sensitive to the fact that I notice so many people are just going through so many difficult things. And whether that's just the external news kind of getting them down and, and really, really feeling that or, um, I mean, I don't know, just so many of my friends and people are just going through so many personal things as well. And so I just hope and my hope and prayer is that, um, yeah, in this season that we would just allow our hearts to be softened to thankfulness and to the birth of Jesus as we're about to celebrate Christmas. And yeah, I would love to just pray for everyone listening. So let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you so much, God, for this day. I thank you. I thank you that you've created a way that our hearts can be moved and changed. I thank you that you are good, even when it doesn't make sense. And I just pray for a special blessing out over our spark community. God, this holiday season, Lord, may they be able to have thankfulness come easy for them, God, and just meet you in that place and in that way and just uh, soften our hearts, God, as we, go into this Christmas season and just really celebrate you um, and yeah, the family and friends that, that we do get to see and that we do get to be with. And Lord, we just love you so much. And we just dedicate this time to you. And I thank you so much for McKenna and I pray a special blessing over her and Nick and their whole holiday season, God. And I pray that you would just continue to meet us where we're at God in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jenna, and thank you for sharing about your mom and um, everything that's going on. I know you guys have a little bit more road to travel here um, with uh, with the health stuff that's going on with your family, but just know that, you know, you have a whole support system here, and we're thinking of you. Thanks um, so much. Yeah, and then we, we'll miss you later today for Thanksgiving, um, our, our Friendsgiving. We know that you're far, but this is one way that you guys can join us um, is being a part of our our spark the podcast and you know where to find us at njspark.co or njsparkco on instagram and my hope um just you know to reiterate jenna is whatever season you find yourself uh, in that you turn to the lord with thanksgiving and before we go i want to leave you with colossians 3:16. let the word of christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to god Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you back here next time.